Set a spark to your integrated business and marketing strategies with America's top entrepreneurs and business leaders here at Integrate and Ignite with your host, Lori Jones. Welcome to the Integrate and Ignite podcast. Today, we have Kelly Charlton joining the show, who's the Senior Manager of Marketing at Innovate. Adept in grasping big picture concepts in large companies and complex industries, Charlton is skilled at creating strategic marketing plans from high-level visioning and then implementing those plans to achieve company targets. While serving on the leadership team, Kelly is a role model. With the startup environment, her optimistic mindset, hands-on change management experience, and tenacious pursuit of goals are tremendous assets. A decade of experience in sales, sales management, and sales operations have prepared her for her role as senior marketing leader. She effectively incorporates sales goals into marketing strategy and appropriately communicates them between both teams. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Lori. I appreciate it. Very excited to be here. Well, I'm more excited to have you. <laughs> I'm going to win that battle, okay? <laughs> All right. Okay, just that one. Okay. For the rest of the show. Explain to us what Innovate <laughs> is. Innovate is a leading Microsoft partner providing business management solutions to the distribution industry. So we really focus on um, back-end and front-end um, technology for the distribution space using Microsoft technologies. And who's your typical customer or client? A distributor of any kind. Okay. <laughs> We're taping the show in December. Uh -huh. So I would imagine that your customers are very, very busy right now. Extremely. Right. Absolutely. End of year. Yes, most definitely. This is a very busy time. Really, for, for most industries, end of year is a busy time. It sure is. Now, what are the most important decisions that you make as the marketing leader of your organization? Lori, it really is. <laughs> it varies every minute, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, ask me tomorrow and it's going to be a different response. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, it is about building our brand awareness and increasing lead generation. And ultimately, it's about finding customers and keeping customers. So, really developing the plan around how are we going to build our brand awareness and how are we going to increase lead generation activity. Developing those plans and then executing those plans. Lori, an important piece of building a brand is finding your brand voice. And this is really more of an introspective view of your brand. What are your brand values? What does the brand represent? How do you want people to talk about your brand? And these are really, really important things from a marketing perspective that you really, it's those foundational marketing elements that you want to make sure you have a solid understanding and idea of what, what these things are, because this is what ultimately leads to your brand voice when you are creating content and building um, email campaigns and social media campaigns and all those sorts of, of content-driven marketing campaigns. And I we, think the, the difficult part of that is the human factor, right? Uh, so we as marketers build incredible brand platforms, ultimately, that generate the inquiry, as you've described. But then, um, you know, a sales team takes over, our customer service mm -hmm. reps, whatever. What have you done to really uh, bridge the brand voice with the people delivering a part of 
the piece of the brand. We've gotten them involved in defining the brand voice. And I know a lot of marketers are like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all Um, for it. I think it's important. If they have buy-in from the get-go, it's that much better. It's critical. And in fact, it's really beyond just marketing and sales too. So recently, we hired a third-party McMath Creative and utilized them to help us create and get an external perspective and view of the company. And that was invaluable. And it was really invaluable because it was beyond just marketing and sales. It spread to many areas of the organization, finance, HR, everyone had a voice and opinion into defining all of these elements of our brand. And the more you can get everyone involved, the more that they have buy-in to it and that they can then own it and run with it in the marketplace. So it really is about being inclusive with everyone in the organization and making sure everyone has had a part in creating the brand. I love it. Um, That inclusive approach I think is so important. Now, as you've stated, uh, your job is to to help build that inquiry along with, of course, uh, the brand. What is one of the biggest roadblocks that you continually face and how do you overcome it? <laughs> yeah, so this is this is a good one. Listen, my marketing team, we're responsible for top of the funnel pipeline, which if you ask many marketing and sales people, that is the hardest part of the funnel to drive. And, and really, it's challenging because you're you're trying to create awareness and drive desire at the same time. So you have this simultaneous um, parallel approach to what you're trying to do with prospects. And being a fairly newer brand in such a crowded marketplace is quite the challenge, right? Because it's really it creating what is our unique differentiator that is so different and so compelling, but drives so much value for the customer. And it's really taking those and our unique differentiators and shouting them to the world. Uh, which comes becomes a key part of positioning. It does. You know, one thing that we've done here at Innovate, uh, we just went through an exciting exercise of defining and finding our why. The Not golden sure. circle. The golden circle. Yes, I love it. We do that constantly. We love it. It's such a great parting, a starting part. It is. And so obviously you are clearly familiar with this concept. And this came from Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why. And it's about finding your purpose, your cause, the belief that inspires you. And for Innovate, our why is we transform businesses and the lives they they touch. To us, it's personal. And the truth behind that is we really want to make a difference in our market space by true empowerment of our team members and teamwork via different concepts. And uh, right now, we are working on a pod concept to really empower and motivate our team internally, but also externally. And I will not steal Thomas Ashburs, our CEO's thunder, but that is a great uh, tee up for a, another podcast with him to talk about the pod concept. Uh, I can't wait to talk about it. It's going to be fantastic. Now, we'll save that strategy question uh, that I've got right here for him as well. You know, so you've defined the why, which leads you to great messaging. And ultimately, there are tactics that follow that. There are so many different silos ultimately to build that integrated approach from branding to marketing to PR to outbound, inbound, you know, digital. They're just a number of different opportunities. What are two or three tips that you can provide our listeners today regarding what they can do to help 
helpfully build their approach? Yeah, that's a, a great question, Lori. So the advantage of the position that I'm in is we have a smaller marketing team. And, you know, obviously there are definitely pros and cons to that. But one of the advantage to that is that I am essentially um, leading and seeing everything that goes out the door here at Innovate. So ensuring the consistency amongst all the branding and the marketing and the PR and the advertising, I lead it all. So I see it all. <laughs> so if there's any discrepancies in what we're saying, then obviously I have the ability to, you know, to make some changes or have my team make some changes. So for us, honestly, that is probably less of a challenge at this point. Now in the future, I can see where that could potentially become quite the challenge. I love it. So that's a perfect segue into our challenge section. First one is on customers. What is the biggest challenge you face in creating a loyal customer base? I love this question because my background, Lori, is in sales. So I love the customer. Which makes a great marketer, by the way. <laughs> I agree completely. Yes. Absolutely. Everyone I talk to is like, that is that sets you apart so much because you do understand what it's like to be in their shoes. You've experienced it. So it, it helps me really in my communication and, and really that sales enablement piece of marketing. So you asked what the biggest challenge is in, in creating a loyal customer base. There are really so many variables, some being outside of the marketing department that help drive loyal customers. So the challenge from where I sit is keeping a pulse on the overall business and making sure that that I'm leading change in all aspects of the organization to drive loyal customers, out, even outside of marketing. So at Innovate, we have a customer-centric mindset. So as a leader of the organization, it's very important for me to influence that mindset at any opportunity I get at, in any department. That's just a mindset that I have throughout the organization and where I may see things that we can adjust or change or modify or improve upon or optimize, I, I speak very loudly to do so in order to help really mold and maintain a loyal customer base and just keep a pulse on what's going on. I think that is such an important point that you make this, you know, casting a wide net, if you will, internally mm -hmm. to fully understand the impact that one can make on the customer is very, very aspirational from building an A team, you know, A players within a team. And for those individuals listening today, Kelly has just described the epitome of what you want in your marketing lead. There's no doubt about it. With that said, what do you feel are the most difficult marketing challenges that people are facing today? Well, I think I alluded to this a little earlier, Lori. It's really about the, the biggest challenge is standing out in a crowded market marketplace. And it's identifying not just unique differentiators, but impactful and right. value add unique differentiators that are so compelling that someone can't turn their head from your brand and your message. It's all about content. Content is king, right? We hear that all the time. That that is so true. And it's about making sure and it's and it's really it's beyond just creating great content. It's really about do I have the right content in the right place at the right time speaking to the right person. And those are things that really require a lot of upfront strategic time planning out, creating customer journeys, understanding buyer personas, understanding, you know, the customer's journey. All of those things are kind of that the pre-planning strategic aspect of marketing that are really important that you define in order to create solid, successful content marketing and, and campaigns that do generate leads and high ROIs. 
It's so true. You've defined for us truly, you know, an incredible process that you should go through in making sure that you've got the right messaging in front of the right buyer, if you will, at the right time. We refer to this also once we've got the personas defined, you know, the messaging. If we've answered why, we've got the messaging defined, you know, this is all given that we know that there's a great product or service in place, right? That is truly differentiated. Then have got the messaging and the personas. We then take a look at a concept called the range of acceptability. We believe that with any given industry, there's a range of acceptability from a branding and marketing standpoint, meaning that what you would do within your industry versus the avionics industry versus a supplier to NASA versus a retailer has a totally different range of acceptability for that persona. Within that range of acceptability, there's a very, very conservative side. You know, that would be number one to a moderate side to a very progressive side of messaging, that being number 10. We always design and create things at that 10 level so that you truly do differentiate yourselves, not only from your direct competition, but every other ad that might be in the inbox that day or message that might be in the inbox or in a print publication or in direct mail, whatever it is, you still have to differentiate. And it doesn't mean that you develop a concept just to be click or, you know, tricky. Like within that range of acceptability within your industry, you can't show a punk rocker. You know what I mean? It's just not going to work. (laughs) It's not compelling to my audience at all. It's not going to work. But what will work is uh, what becomes a lot of fun in getting to the answer of. And again, reiterating the point that you made about uh, strategy being critical. Now, Mm -hmm. partnerships can also be a challenge. What partnerships do you have place to create and really help you achieve your goals and your strategy? This is an interesting question. And I say that because you really can take the meaning of partnerships in a lot of different directions. I'll take it from a internal strategic perspective. It really is about partnering with everyone in the organization in all departments to create and achieve my strategy. Marketing cannot operate as a silo, period. Marketing is the core of a company that serves all the departments around it. And all those departments have to have a voice and need to have a voice in creating the strategy, whether it's an internal marketing strategy, external marketing strategy. It really is about partnering with everyone in the organization at different levels. Yeah. I love it. Now, you have just described an incredibly holistic approach to partnerships, and I don't believe that people with even five years of experience in the marketing or sales arena really understand how important the holistic approach is that you have just described. At what point did you finally just say, okay, I get it. These are all the departments that I need to serve, not just the sales channel. So Lori, I have, having the experience in sales prior to being a part of marketing, it really has allowed me to have an outside perspective of the marketing function. So since I stepped into marketing at Innovate, I've always had that approach because in my mind, like I mentioned, marketing really is the core of a company and needs to be involved in all aspects and have a pulse on the overall business internally and externally. So it's been something I think that has really come based on my experience in sales and having an outside perspective of marketing and what they do and and watching numerous marketing departments work with a company and just being able to gain a different perspective. 
you know, I must add here also, it takes a very, very special executive leadership team and a CEO to place that kind of responsibility within the guise of marketing, if you will. Um, so hats off to Thomas for that one. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Now, we all know there's so much innovation happening within the marketing arena. It is constant. Uh, <laughs> how do you stay ahead of it all? Two things. Read. And um, never stop. <laughs> all the time. Um, <laughs> listen to podcasts. Lori, I love listening to your Aww. podcast. And listening to what other marketers are are doing. The other piece to me that's just been so invaluable is my mentoring relationships. I have some incredible mentors that are more senior in terms of their roles in organizations, and they've been CEOs of organizations, and they have just been unbelievable in helping really guide, here's what's changing, here's um, kind of how you can take that on, and those sorts of aspects of innovation in marketing. So that's, I highly recommend to everyone that uh, mentoring relationships are critical in, in your success. I love that. So what are one or two items, speaking about success, that our audience can use in the next 24 hours to improve their organization's top of mind awareness? Understand your buyer like they are your best friend. Mm. <laughs> what Understand what are their emotional triggers? What are their pain points? What motivates them? Start to know your buyer. Make your buyer persona your best friend. Act like it's your best friend. I love that. That is such an interesting way of looking at it too. We all have a lot of best friends, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're, you know, if that buyer's, you know, persona is Fred, what would Fred want to do on a Friday night? Exactly. Or a Saturday morning, you know, to, yeah, I think that uh, is incredible. Put yourself in their shoes. Be uh, empathetic to them. <laughs> Be love them. it. Think about them. Love it. Yeah. If you were to tell one person thank you for helping you become the person you are today, who would it be and what did they do for you? Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many people uh, to pick. Um, so picking one person is a tough one. However, there's no doubt that I would not be where I am today without the unconditional support of my husband. He um, is my number one optimist and supporter. Um, he has been just unbelievable, always in my corner. He's my main source of inspiration and laughter. He's, I, I, I owe it all to him, truly. Uh, well, I love that. Kelly Charlton, thank you so much for appearing on the Integrate and Ignite podcast today. I have loved our conversation. And remember, marketing cannot operate in a silo. It serves all departments and all depart- departments need a voice. Thank you, Kelly, for your time today. Thank you, Lori. This has been great. This episode is complete, but the inspiration has just begun. Head over to avocetcommunications.com for show notes and more aha moments. Tune in regularly to ignite your integrated business and marketing strategies with Lori Jones and the Integrate and Ignite podcast.